Welcome to the Unfuck Your Health podcast with Brevin and Maddie, where we get into everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, and help you unfuck your health. Welcome to another episode of the Unfuck Your Health podcast with Brevin and Maddie. We are joined today with a special guest, um, one of the six-month scholarship winners, Megan. She had some pretty awesome results. I think she had a story that you guys will really, really resonate with, and I'm going to let her take it from here. So how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, awesome. How's the weather out there? It is so cold. It really? Does, yes. Um, it's been cold and cloudy and rainy. I think it's only like 50 degrees right now. Because you're from Nebraska, right? Yes. Yep. I live in Omaha. And okay. 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 It's, it's like 63 not... here today. It's one of the only nice days we've had. Oh I've actually had to put my sunglasses on for the first time in like a week. <laughs> Yeah, but I haven't looked at the weather. Knowing it, knowing you know Nebraska, it'll be 80s and tornadoes this weekend. So, well, we'll minus see. the tornadoes, it sounds a lot like Michigan. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna jump into everything. So, tell us your story. Like I said, you were one of the scholarship winners, um, the six month scholarship winner, um, about seven months ago now. So, what was your story? What kind of prompted you to be like, I think I need help. I want to apply for the scholarship. I want some guidance on this stuff. I, I, what did you want to overcome? What were you struggling with? So last, I think it was last October was when you posted the scholarship and I was kind of on the fence about, you know, do I want to do this? This is a, you know, a huge deal. (laughs) You know, it's not just a, you know, one month thing. It's, I got to, change my life, basically, um, create some new habits, get into a different routine. Um, at that point, I just, how do I want to say it? Um, I was just miserable, basically. Um, I'd had a stressful, like previous two years and it just seems like all of that stress just compounded. And I, felt like crap. I was eating crap. I was drinking a little bit too much. Um, I was still working out pretty consistently though, but I was just kind of doing whatever I felt like didn't have a um, special program or, uh, anything like that. So, um, I'm like, you know, it's three months of three, six months of coaching. I mean, I had looked into other coaches, um, and it's not always the cheapest thing. Um, so, (laughs) um, and I'm just, I got to do something. I got to make a change. Um, and so I applied and, um, I won the scholarship. So, uh, prior to that, um, I guess kind of going backwards into my fitness journey, um, I really never dieted or anything like that, you know, growing up or, you know, I played sports as a kid. I, um, always was somewhat slim, never had any major issues with my weight or anything. But after I graduated college, um, I started working at a, a state psychiatric hospital. So as you can imagine, this was a very, very, very stressful job. And I was working second shift. So I would go into work at three and get off, um, at 11. And during that time, I just like developed really, really bad habits. I would, um, wouldn't bring my lunch to work. I'd just go through the drive-through, get, you know, something quick. And then, um, 
never worked out. Um, I'd stay up till like three or four in the morning, sleep till like 1231 in the afternoon, and then start all over again, hit up the drive-thru, um, drink way too much Mountain Dew. <laughs> it was an embarrassing amount of Mountain Dew. Um, so I, as you can imagine, I gained weight, you know, during this time and it was, it was bad. <laughs> Just put it that way. So about 10 years ago, um, was kind of when I did my first ever diet. Um, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, he lost a ton of weight doing keto. So I know you love keto. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, well, maybe that's something I can do. And at that time, um, you know, we had friends getting married. I was going to be a bridesmaid in a couple weddings. And I'm like, I want to look good in a bridesmaid dress. You know, I don't want to be worried about you know, feeling like just feeling big and miserable or whatever. Um, so I think it was, it's been, yeah, exactly 10 years ago. So that was when I'm like, I got to do something. So I kind of did my own modified Atkins slash keto, um, where I would only allow myself to eat like 60 grams of carbs per day. <laughs> um, I don't know where I came up with this. I just, yeah. <laughs> went with it. Um, and during that time, I, I lost probably about 25 pounds, um, from like April to December and clearly not very healthy. Um, yeah, it was not good, but, <laughs> um, but I joined a gym. I started doing, um, group fitness classes, um, kind of like body pump weightlifting group classes. Um, before I would go into my shift at three, I switched my sleeping habits around. Um, so I wasn't staying up till four o'clock in the morning. Um, what else? Um, uh, yeah, just watching my carbs and started working out because prior to that, I never worked out. I hated it. I hated the gym. <laughs> Um, but something like clicked at that time. And so fitness has been, you know, a huge part of like my routine and everything, my life since then. Um, so since that time, um, you know, I, I maintained that weight loss for a while, for several years, actually. Um, I gained a little bit of it back, but it wasn't like, you know, end of the world or anything like that. Um, continued working out always doing, um, <clears throat> like group fitness classes, cycling, lifting, um, running, walking, um, competed or did a few, um, tower races. Um, it's oh, called check up the that? <laughs> it's called check up the tower here in, um, Omaha where you race up a skyscraper basically. Like the What's stairwell, that? like you race. Yes. Up Oh my gosh, yep. this sounds, oh, that sounds so difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did a few of those. They're really fun. I know there's one in there's one in Chicago. <laughs> really? There's one, yeah. And it's I want to say it's it's over a hundred flights. The one here in Omaha is only 40 flights. Okay. But someday <laughs> I, I want to do the Chicago one. Right. It's um, a goal. Yeah. Someday we'll see. Um so then, like I said, um, 
starting in 2019, just things just got really stressful in life. Um, started a new job. I lost a really close family member. Then obviously the pandemic in 2020, um, uh, just shifted everything, having to work from home, especially starting a new job, um, not really being familiar with the job and then having to go into this, you know, completely different schedule, basically. Um, then late 2020 was when I was, um, diagnosed with eosinophilic esophagitis. So I'm going to call it, (laughs) (laughs) so just going to call it EOE. Um, throughout most of like my twenties, I had had like issues with, um, like kind of coughing, having some swallowing issues, um, but never really did anything about it, which I don't recommend. (laughs) Um, so finally like 2020, I was like, I gotta do something about this. And turns out I have this, it's called EOE. Um, so basically it's like an allergic reaction within my esophagus and, um, they don't, um, it doesn't, it's not something you can do like allergy testing for. So, you know, I might be allergic to say wheat on an allergy test, but wheat might not actually be the trigger because it all happens internally. That's kind of the, I don't know, easiest way to explain it. Um, it's very confusing. There's still not a lot known about it. Um, and then last spring I did a elimination diet, um, thinking like, oh, I could, you know, lose some weight by doing this. And turns out, no, <laughs> not a good, um, way to try to lose weight. Um, so, so with the elimination diet, I guess to kind of go into more detail, I, um, I removed wheat, dairy, soy, eggs, fish, and nuts from my diet. Um, in order to try to figure out like what my triggers are for this, um, this EOE. Um, and then in the summer, like after I finished the diet, um, had another, um, scope done and found out that the diet, like eliminating all those things did not make a difference. So that was very, very defeating. Um, because I don't know if you've ever done an elimination diet, but it is one of the hardest things. Yeah, it sounds ever. pretty extreme, mostly to return no results. <laughs> well, and especially because everything revolves around food. Like everything we do is food related, like going out to eat, going out with friends. Um, and it was the the mental part of that diet was was so hard because it's like we would we went over to a friend's house one day and they're all eating all this wonderful food. And here's me with my salad and my allergy-friendly dressing and some meat and like that's all I could eat so um all of that like I said compounded and by the time the scholarship came up I'm like I am miserable like by that time I just wasn't really you know watching what I was eating my portions were bad um again drinking a little too many white claws probably (laughs) Um, those are dangerous, (laughs) you know, I just, I felt, I just felt awful. Like none of my clothes fit. 
I'm like, I gotta, I need to do something. So I applied for the scholarship and was doing that starting November up until recently. So when you went to apply for the scholarship or right around that time, was there like one thing that you can really pinpoint that you're like, this is my final straw. This is the last reason. This is when I'm going to decide to make this change for myself. Or was it kind of just a compound of everything for you? Um, I'd say mostly, mostly a compound of everything. Um, one thing that kind of sticks out is like, I have a friend that is a photographer and my husband and I, we've been talking about, you know, doing like family photos with our dogs because we, we don't have any kids, but we have our dogs. Love it. And <laughs> this one's and, dogs. <laughs> um, and she wanted to, you know, take our photos like in the fall. And I'm like, well, I don't really like how I look right now. I don't want pictures of me right now. Um, maybe when I lose like 25 pounds. So part of that was like, I want to do these photos. I want to take these photos because we have an older dog. You know, she's not going to be around much longer. I mean, she might be, but, um, you know, just have the photos done because we've never had family photos. Um, also with like, you know, I work from home full time. So I, like I said, I wasn't really paying attention to my portions, my calories, um, obviously my movement not moving around as much as I would be, you know, in an office. Um, yeah, I just needed to do something different. <laughs> For sure. No, I think that's awesome. Um, so inside of the coaching, what kind of change for you? I want to give the people some context here um, of kind of what your journey looked like from my end. Um, so when we first started working together inside the scholarship after what we do called the awareness week, um, you were eating between like 17, 1800 calories and we built you up to 2445. Um, so you were ended up eating a lot more food than when we started. Um, you were down um, when we ended up going through the cut phase to around 1800 calories, um, dropped from 166 to 157 and went from 34 inches on your waist to 28 inches on your waist. Um, so the first thing I kind of want to hit on here is and I think this is a big struggle for a lot of people because I say it all the time. Um, I actually just did a live training inside my Facebook group. And a lot of my content around this week is on how to fix your metabolism. And one of the biggest things that I was talking about is eat more to lose weight. Um, and that's, I think, something that's really, really hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around. And you going from 17, 1800 calories all the way up to 2445, how was that a struggle for you? Did you have to overcome anything? What was that like for you um, from kind of the mental side or? or just going through that journey? Yes, that was very, very hard. Um, I, you know, wasn't paying attention to what I was eating before. Um, once we got up to like the 22, 2300 calories, I'm like, holy crap, why, why am I eating so much? Um, is this, I kind of had some doubts. I'm like, what if I, start, you know, gaining all this weight and this doesn't work. Um, you know, I, my anxiety kind of kicked in like, oh my gosh, then, you know, getting to 2,400 calories. I'm like, this is insane. I remember like trying to, you know, get those calories in the evening, like eating so much food. And I'm like talking to my husband, like, I, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> like, this is so much food. Um, 
it, it, but yeah, but it was very hard. But then even at that 2,400 calorie mark, I noticed my clothes were starting to fit better. And so I'm like, okay, so maybe this does work. Um, oddly, I don't know how, um, but, but something is working. Um, and I think the so. coolest part about all of that is I was just actually looking back at your, your tracker, um, before we hopped on this to take some notes. Um, and during that time you started at about 166 and you didn't gain a single pound during that entire phase. Um, you fluctuated up or down, maybe a pound during that entire time going from 17, 1800 calories all the way up to 2445. Um, so I definitely understand how that can be kind of a, almost a mind fuck of like, how am I eating this much and not gaining weight? It really doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. So what was the, the biggest thing you kind of had to overcome mentally with that? Is it just the kind of the anxiety around like, I'm eating more, I'm going to end up gaining weight? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I was, I was a little worried, like I'm eating this, this amount of calories, like how, how is this working? Um, am I going to gain weight? Am I, you know, am I going to lose any weight? Um, is, is the diet part going to work? Like it was just, I was just worried and you know, what the future was going to be like. For sure. So talk to us kind of about what your experience was inside of the, the coaching program. Um, and some of the mindset shifts that you not only had to overcome, um, but on the other side of those mindset shifts, what that kind of looked like for you from a lifestyle perspective, habits, um, just your progress in general, and how you felt about yourself from kind of the beginning to the end. It wasn't instantaneous. Um, I, I'd say it probably took a good two to three months before I really started to feel better. Um, you know, with, with tracking, I, I had tracked macros in the past. So I, I was familiar with, you know, having to weigh everything, um, how to, for the most part, read food labels um, and, you know, hit a certain number, protein, fats, carbs every day. Um, I guess I just, I, I had to change my routine. You know, I wasn't really going to the gym. I was doing more workouts at home. So adding in all of the lifting, the strength training, um, four days a week on top of, um, you know, trying to get more movement here at home, especially during the winter. Um, I would walk in circles in my basement to get some more steps in rather than sit at my desk, um, go out on walks when it was 10 degrees outside once in a while. Um, at least you were mindful on getting your steps in. <laughs> She really was. She really was. You were working for those steps. I love it. It's it's hard when you work from home. It is. There's, it I mean, is. Yes, I understand. I'm I like just got ten, back to walk right before we started this. I'm like 10 steps from the kitchen. And yes, yeah. yeah, it's it's hard. Um I'm trying to think of what else. Like so kind of talk to me about your relationship with food, um, going from eating what you were to where you uh, ended up eating and being able to incorporate kind of your lifestyle into this and being able to go out. Um, I remember some of the big wins that you were sharing during our time coaching is like, Hey, I was able to go out, enjoy this food and not feel like shit about it. Um, so 
I guess my relationship with food, um, it, it was, it was eye-opening to see portions. Um, you know, I, it was before I started doing this program, you know, it was easy for me to sit and eat an entire bag of skinny pop popcorn. Um, but when you actually weigh out or portion out a serving, it's like, whoa, okay. Um, I don't need to eat a whole bag. (laughs) Um, I, before doing this program, I know I definitely was not eating enough protein. Um, I've definitely changed my outlook on protein and how important it is, um, for weight loss and recovery and, you know, strength training and all that stuff. Um, all that's music to my ears. (laughs) Um, not afraid of carbs either, you know, like 10 years ago, I only ate 60 grams of carbs a day, but I thought, I think, and it's like, wow, um, I'm eating so much rice (laughs) and not gaining weight. Um, so that, that was very motivating. Um, being able to eat that many carbs and not gain weight. <laughs> and the life yes. Really good. Carbs yes. are a beautiful thing. <laughs> I think at the end, pushing close to around 300, if I remember right. Dang, mm-hmm. that's really good. Yeah, and you were feeling great. So kind of talk to me now on the biofeedback side of things, sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, stress. How did that, how did those things change for you? And how does that impact just your quality of life and how you just proceed day to day? I guess before I did this program, I did not realize how important all those things were when it comes to, you know, trying to lose some weight or trying to whatever your goals are, I guess, as far as like fitness or whatever. Um, you know, when I was tracking macros before, it was just like, they gave me a set of macros and was like, here you go. There was no coaching. There was no like anything. Um, but I've, I guess I've realized, like, I, I know I've learned, like with, with my sleep is off, I know, you know, I might, things might be a little bit rougher throughout the day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been doing therapy for a year. So keeping my stress and my anxiety levels, um, kind of under control for the most part. Stress is is a huge thing. And having having that therapist or that therapy session, um, every two weeks kind of helps with, you know, my stress levels. Um, just, it's not just, you know, dieting is not just calories in calories out. I mean, there's all of this other stuff that goes along with it that you need to be aware of and mindful of, um, if you want to like to lose weight or, or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree with that. I think that too many people view it as such a reductionist thing of like, it's just being in a calorie deficit. And yes, being in a calorie deficit is the number one thing that has to happen because if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not going to lose weight. But there's so many other factors that go into it. So many of these lifestyle factors that people don't take into consideration. And once you start to really hone in on this stuff, and it is so much more than just training nutrition. Now, can you kind of talk on how this stuff going through this? Cause again, it is a lot more than just training and nutrition. It's a lot more than just here's macros, go good luck. Here's a training program, go good luck. How this stuff, um, or if you saw this bleed into other areas of your life in a positive way. 
Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, of what, like, like recently, um, you know, you mentioned earlier, like, you know, going out with a friend recently and I was present. I wasn't worried about how I looked, how my clothes fit, um, anything like, you know, how does my friend view me? Does she, you know, does she think I'm, I'm fat, fat <laughs> or, um, you know, I was just, I was there, we were having fun and I just, I felt good. And since then, I mean, that, that has continued. I'm not, when I'm out and about doing things, I'm not worried about how my clothes feel. Um, I'm able to, you know, if I have a, if I go out of town, I'm able to get right back on track that next day, um, able to get back into my routine. So it's not like, oh, I had pizza Sunday night. Um, I screwed up my diet. You know, it's, I'm able to jump back into a normal routine. Um, kind of that all or nothing mindset, that black or white, good or bad mindset. Mm-hmm. And not beating myself up over it. You know, like we, we, we had pizza on Sunday. It was delicious, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm not going to let myself feel guilty for eating that pizza because it's like, it's one meal. I know tomorrow will be different. I know this week will be different. Or, you know, I feel like I have the um, tools, I guess, to deal with or, you know, handle if something else comes up down the road. So, you know, if I'm not able to hit my carbs or protein or whatever for that day, because something comes up, I know like the next day I can get back on track. It's just one day um, or one weekend. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I have a a question for you, but before that, two things. First, I am very happy to be known as the person that hates keto. I will ride that (laughs) one until I die. Second, a question for all the listeners for you. Does pineapple go on pizza? We've talked about pizza a couple times now, so we need to know. Does pineapple go on pizza? Absolutely. Okay, that was the right answer. <laughs> That's why you won the scholarship, really, is what it came <laughs> One last so, question, um, and then we'll let you go. We won't take up too much more of your time. A lot of people are in similar spots as you are right now, or that you were. And they're in that spot where they just don't really like themselves. They're unhappy. They're not being able to be present. They're not able to jump right back on track to do these things. And that really affects their life and a lot of other areas of their life. So what is one piece of advice that you would give someone that was in your shoes? Or if you could talk to you six, seven months ago, or you five years ago, even of what should I do? How do I get started? What things do I need to do? What's one piece of advice you would give that person? Um, I would say if you are, you know, doing coaching or thinking about coaching, um, have patience. Um, cause it's, you know, we all want a quick fix. We all want to lose weight tomorrow. Um, but it, it doesn't work like that. Um, but you know, like we talked about earlier, the doing the sort of reverse diet was a three month process and it required a lot of patience. 
Um, as far as, uh, you can edit this out. <laughs> Tough questions here. <laughs> um, just, you know, reach out for help. I, I am one of those people, I like to do things on my own. I don't like to ask for help. Um, I don't want to burden people. You know, I think a lot of people are in that, in that boat as well. You know, it, if you're not going to go with the coach, like work with a spouse, tell your friends like, Hey, I, I have this goal. Um, can you help me? Or, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that my husband was, you know, helping me cook meals and stuff. We were planning meals. So I wasn't just completely on my own. Um, you know, with figuring out what to eat for dinner every night, he wasn't off eating cookies and cupcakes and pizza every night. Um, so yeah. No, I think those are awesome. I think those are two things that a lot of people can really hold on to are patience. A lot of people expect these quick results. And a lot of times fast fat loss is not sustainable. And that's our goal is to create fat loss that actually lasts forever. And then having that community of people, having that support system, I think is beyond huge for people having someone to kind of turn to when it gets hard having that support when you are struggling because there are going to be days when things aren't perfect so i think that's huge and i think people really like that um but again we won't take up any more of your time thank you so much for joining us i think that was great i absolutely love that i hope things continue to go really really well for you and very proud of all the progress you made inside of this program and you were definitely the right choice for the six month scholarship we will see you guys on the next episode of the Unfuck Your Health podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. We want to take a second and thank each and every one of you who does take the time to listen to our podcast. It does really mean a lot to us. Out of all places on the internet, um, all the podcasts in the world, you take the time to listen to our podcast. It really does mean a lot. So thank you. Um, again, we really, really do appreciate it. And it, I think it takes a special kind of person to listen to a podcast um, because it's not just that short form swipe on Instagram or TikTok for 15 seconds and not really take in any of the information. You're just looking at that visual, that quick pleasure center in your brain. You're really taking the time to digest and hear and absorb this information. Um, so that means a lot to us. Um, and we really enjoy putting that content out there for you guys. Um, now, obviously you guys know my goal is to help you through your fitness journey, through all of the struggles, because I've been there. I know how hard it is and it is really fucking confusing sometimes. Um, so I want to give you guys a special offer to anyone listening to this specific podcast. Um, I'm not putting this anywhere else. Um, I just came up with this idea while I was editing the podcast, listening to her story again and how things really changed for her. It makes my job that much better for me every single day, being able to go through and do that. So if you resonated with Megan's story, if you found some hope in it and realized that like, hey, at one point that was me. That was something that I used to struggle with or I currently struggle with. Like, I feel the same way. I don't like how I look and I'm sick. I'm ready to make a change. I want to reward those action takers. And if you apply for coaching with the link in the show notes and mention this specific podcast, I want to offer out 25% off my one-on-one -on -one coaching program to reward those action takers that are ready to fully commit to themselves to go all in to make that change because it's not an easy process. Um, as you kind of heard even from her, like it 
is scary as fuck to make that change for yourself. It's it's hard. It's not easy. But once you do it on the other side of everything, six months down the road, your life is completely different. You're, you're changed. You feel better. And it is always worth it. Um, one thing I always tell people is you never regret starting. You only regret not starting sooner. So again, go click the link in the uh, description, show notes, whatever you want to call it. Um, apply for coaching, mention this specific podcast in the application, and I will offer you 25% off my one-on-one coaching. Thank you guys again for listening. We greatly appreciate it, and we will see you on the next episode of the Unfuck Your Health podcast.